0: listeners welcome to the stogies and spirits podcast coming to you live from the diplomat cigar lounge in beautiful downtown Keene, new hampshire is everybody ready it's time to just cut light and suck
1: disclaimer we are all over the age of 21 and do not condone underage smoking or drinking please drink and smoke responsibly
2: Right alright alright alright. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here as always with the CEO to my left. Your right, Josh Desio. C
3: E O, jeez. CEO.
2: I don't know any other acronyms. I could I could try to think of one, but I think that describes you pretty well. That does, I think. Uh, right here the uh C producer O, DJ Ice, a.k.a. Warren, and we have a special, well, we have a special guest host with us yeah, tonight, yeah. Paul, to my right. Hey,
3: hey Paul, hey, how, how you doing?
2: doing? I'm, I was trying to think of a good nickname for him, but he's a construction worker, Pounding so, nail, Paul. Pounding,
3: so, Paul. Oh, Pounding Nails, Paul.
1: That's, that's a little too long. <laughs>
2: Pounding Paul. No, that didn't (laughs) sound right. No, no, no. We're going to... WTF! Whoa. All right. So, uh, Josh, why don't you uh, give us a little rundown of what we're going to be talking about today?
3: Tonight, we're going to be doing um, cigar tasting again. Go figure. Uh, But we're going to talk about how to cut a cigar first, different styles and and stuff like that. And we're going to do a Drew Estate Underground Maduro. uh, Go through the history of Drew Estate. And then we're going to go into an old Forester for our bourbon tonight. And we have a guest, Don, who works for Brown Foreman and an old Forester rep, I believe. I think.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think he's the rep. Yeah, that, rep. that, that makes sense.
3: So we're going to go through the, uh, the brand history on that. Some alcohol info. We're going to be drinking regular old Forester tonight. And then rating. And then we're going to phone a friend like normal and give away some stuff.
2: Oh, we have a lot of stuff to give away today, and we always say that we're going to give away stuff, but we never actually do. So this time we're gonna we're gonna do it this time. <laughs> how,
3: how we, like the first time we chose someone that had like the largest tab. Yeah. And this and the last time we just said, hey, whoever's listening to us on the podcast, come up and get some stuff.
2: Right. So if we can get some some uh, some someone some in the chat, is, someone in the comment,
3: how to give stuff away? Yeah. Pause, how do we how do pause, we give this stuff give away?
2: Paul's gonna decide. Here we go. We have a bag,
3: we have an ashtray, we have a couple acid cigars, which is made by Drew Estate.
2: What about that hat? Is that hat part of the giveaway or no? Not tonight. Not tonight. Ooh. Stay tuned. Some
3: podcast merch.
2: There's another episode that we're giving away that hat. Not this one, though. Not this one. That's okay.
1: Nope.
2: So yeah, we'll uh we'll come up with some way to do it. Yeah. Um I definitely don't think the bar tab idea is going to work. It's it's pretty busy tonight. I don't know if you can see. Um, we got a little standing room only going on in some parts of the bar. So uh, it's a good night. Do, Step do we have a t-shirt
4: night. launcher? We should try <laughs> like that.
2: just
3: throw the stuff out. Paul, you should never tell me those things because <laughs> I will go. You
2: realize out. he's going to go and buy that.
3: I'm buying one next week. I'm ready
2: fucking t-shirt we're, launcher we're gonna we're, t-shirts we're launching t right we're gonna kill somebody basically <laughs> okay. is what can, what's we're gonna happen we gonna knock happen. someone's
3: drink down or something ridiculous but i'm definitely buying a t-shirt t-shirt launcher yes
2: that, that is a great yeah. idea
3: all right so let's get some
4: information about paul absolutely paul yeah so what do you do problems. paul you're
2: a construction worker but what does that exactly mean
4: so i own finley construction company uh we're out of Keene, new hampshire um we do kitchens baths um Decks, additions. We are what I consider a, a full-service remodeling company. Nice. Um, so, uh, I've, I've eight guys. We do really good work. Um, we're, we're good, honest, hard-working guys, and and that's just what we do, day in and day out.
2: Well, that's definitely good. That's definitely good. I might need to talk to you a little bit later because I have millions of projects that need some getting done, and I just don't do them.
4: I mean, yeah, that'll happen.
2: I start them sometimes. I start them. I do that
4: all the time. My wife hates it.
2: And then I don't finish them.
4: <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about my house, but we do really good work for our customers. For other people. Yeah.
2: And it's funny, because that's what I typically hear from most people, is they say... How far say, out are you booked?
4: Uh, we're, we're booking into March right now. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. We've, we have three to four crews running at one time, so we got a lot of projects going on. And, uh... Yeah, we're we're busy. That's good. That's really
3: good.
2: Awesome, awesome.
3: What's that for, Warren?
2: Uh, just uh, I want to. I, ha- I have the podcast playing, so I can see if it cuts out. Nice. Just making sure. So yeah, um, stretching out right here, yeah. Stretching out. Uh, Josh wants to show off his boots.
3: Don't have to tell Oh, actually. my <laughs> bad. I mean,
2: don't well, his boots. You know, they're nice. Yeah.
4: Made from uh, snapping turtle. Well, toe can... up, Josh. Come on.
2: Can we get the, uh, here, can you hold them in front of the, the camera that's in front of you?
4: Oh, no, I can't, I can't, uh, yeah, you no, can't bend that way, huh? No, it's fine, it's
2: fine. <laughs> all right.
3: All right, let's just get into this.
2: Anyway, time so, to talk about cigars.
3: I going to do uh, cigar cutting, actually. Yep. But you have to cut a cigar to smoke.
2: You do. Wow, it is really loud in here. I apologize to all the listeners. It's just one of those things that, Yeah, apologize. you know. So,
3: typically, this says typically you only need to cut about one-sixteenth of an inch off. Yep. But that will vary on personal preference. So, like, it just depends. Like, some cigars I cut a little bit more off than less because the draw.
2: Well, and I feel like also, what if you have a... I guess the size of the cigar doesn't really matter. That's not going to make a difference. You can have a cigar that's... A foot long or six inches, and the opening is just the opening. It's just what you're going to suck it for. Not necessarily. No.
4: I think it it does matter. I think think if if you've got a bigger cigar, you want a bigger V-cut, or you want to take a little bit more off the head. That way you get some some better draw. Yeah. Correct. It is all about the draw. That's what I was going to tell Warren.
3: If you have a smaller cigar, you don't really need a huge opening sometimes because oh, it's true. a smaller ring gauge, right? So it's exactly. skinnier. Uh, but like a big cigar, if you pedal just a little bit off, sometimes it just doesn't
1: drop. Yeah. Or if it's but the packed.
2: length's not going to matter. Uh, just yeah. the width. It
1: can. Uh, well, I mean, can it though? <laughs> I don't think,
4: I'm I mean, you thinking. Get, you, you get like Lanceros, you know, which are long and skinny. Yeah. You know, you don't. Uh, you are you gonna do a big a cut
2: point. on that though?
4: You, you don't necessarily need to take a big. Point. That's no, what I'm thinking. It's super skinny, right? Yeah,
2: that's what I'm thinking. So, so how how does that taste? Do you want to?
3: The cigar, I'm, it's all right. But I'm gonna keep going on the cigar cuts. <laughs> okay. Um, so you cut the cap. That's the uh, the end that's closed on the cigar. It's like the closed end of the cigar. Um, and yep. you put the blade on it where you want to cut it and you just do it wicked fast like hard and fast hard and fast you don't want to like you don't want to mess around with it and do it soft and gentle because it'll like
2: it's going to tear it up it'll tear of... it up yeah yeah that the, makes sense the wrapper yep yeah
3: and then with those cigars with like a pointed tip um,
2: a pointed like, tenor. Yeah,
3: like a torpedo. We haven't done a torpedo on here yeah, yet. Yeah. Where it's not just like a little round oval. It's it's literally pointed. Okay. Or like a figurado. Pyramid. Yeah. Yeah, so those ones, there isn't really like a recommended length you cut off. You just cut off as much as you need to. Yeah. I think. I've never really. Sometimes I cut off a
4: little. Sometimes I cut off almost a half inch. I mean, I've I've gone from doing a guillotine cut on, on those tapered end. Yeah. But I've also done a V cut and I'll just do it like a double V and I'll continue to do the V and rotate it until, until it gets, it gets deep down far enough. Yeah.
3: Oh, that makes sense.
4: Yeah. So you're basically just cutting until you can draw enough
3: air through where you have like some free airflow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, we just did the straight cut, the V cut and then the punch. I don't use
2: the punch. What does that do?
3: Basically, you just put, you put it on the end and you take a little hole out of it. Is okay. it just out of the wrapper, Paul? A punch? You, you take you take it out of the, out of the cap, so you're just taking it out of like the cap. Just you're not putting it in and taking stuff out of the filler or anything. No, like you're that. just taking
4: it out of the cap. You're
3: just taking the cap off. Yeah. So you don't you
4: just take the cap off a little bit. Okay. A lot of the times, yeah. those uh, those punches are part of a lot of lighters. So you can flip Correct. open the bottom lid and you just kind of use a punch. So you don't. You get, it's all in one. Yeah, I have a Vertigo Vertigo lighter here that uses that has a punch on the bottom
3: of it. Yep. It's nice. Um, let's see here. Yeah, if you're if you're getting into cigars, that's one thing you should buy is you should always have a cutter and lighter with you, and if that Vertigo lighter has a punch in it, you're you're set. Yeah, you only need to carry one thing instead of two. Yep. Um So yeah, having the proper tools.
1: Uh, Think
4: to see. know sometimes about cutting a cigar. I feel like, especially in this. Um, in this kind of climate where it can be dry yeah like I usually put the cigar to my lips first and wet it up a little bit correct before I cut it because yeah, if it's a little dry moisture on yeah the, you can totally crack the yeah you, you know? don't want that no. so yeah getting a little
3: moisture on the the cap before you cut it is not necessarily recommended but if you're drier climate I guess not not no. recommended if you're in a cigar
4: lounge and Yeah, are <laughs> using a common, <laughs> common I would cutter. not use the house cutter and, uh, <laughs> oh my lick my the end of the no. cigar and then
3: put it in <laughs> that would not be good right, I no that's good for, that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, if you really need to, if you really need to, you can always use like a scissors or something like that too. Like if you don't have any of that Kitchen stuff, knife. you could use a knife, scissors, you could bite the end of it off. I've seen crazy people do that. Okay. I've used my box cutter before when I'm desperate. Really? It works? Yeah.
2: And now when you're, when you're cutting them though, you're not actually cutting off the end, you're just like cutting a hole in it, right? No, you're cutting off the oh, end. Oh, you end. are cutting it off. Yeah. Just oh. a little bit. Just a little bit. Not a lot. Just a okay. tip.
3: Yeah, you, you don't want to cut too much off because it'll start unraveling, and that
4: cap kind of keeps everything together.
2: Gotcha, okay. gotcha, okay.
3: I mean, you'll
4: see the cap on the cigar is like goes down to, you know, goes down to, you know, about half an inch, you know, three-eighths of an inch down to, to the cigar. Okay, okay. Yeah, if you, you so can so cut you through that, it starts to unravel. This has a larger cap on it, It does right? have a larger cap. Yeah, That's interesting. Yeah. Do you smoke a lot at work, Paul? At work, no, I do not smoke at work. <laughs> I smoke at night when I have to do estimates and I'm going through computer work. But yep. On not site during the day. We, we do not smoke inside that's
2: people's day. houses. Yeah, <laughs> <while you're... laughs>
4: yeah. That's good to know. Just asking. Hey. I mean, we do get invited back to people's house afterwards to do grilling and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Cigar smoking is acceptable at those points, but not, not while during the day at work. No. Gotcha. gotcha.
1: Yeah, that so, makes
3: sense. Well, you were just showing it, but we are smoking the Undercrown Maduro tonight.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to show it? No, it's fine. Do you want fine. Paul to show it?
4: We just kind of had it up. It wasn't yeah. a big deal. Oh, Paul Here, can show it on the camera. we can ball.
2: go ahead and show it right there.
4: Well, that's the tubo it came in.
2: There it is. Yeah, okay. That's good.
4: Nice, dark cigar.
2: Look at that. Now, what do you call that uh, That ashy end of it? Is it? Does that have a name?
4: It is the foot of the cigar.
2: The foot. The
4: The head with the cap. Yeah. And the foot. Okay. And then that's just the ash.
2: But, yeah, the ash doesn't have a special special name.
4: No special name. No,
3: after you start lighting it, it really isn't the foot anymore, I don't think. I guess. It's always the
4: foot, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's certainly not the cap because I'm not smoking it backwards. No, don't smoke it backwards. (laughs) See,
2: what I would just, happen if you smoked it backwards? I'm just curious. If you you're cut just, the wrong
4: end, it
3: doesn't matter. It's going to smoke the same way. Right, yeah. Technically, right?
2: I've never tried. You're just going to have a wide open cut. I've never done it on purpose. Cut, right? I
3: guess some rollers could roll a cigar differently where they put different fillers in different spots.
2: And then I feel like right? once you're smoking, like the cap you said holds it together, so if you it start smoking start that, it, it could start unraveling. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a problem well, We the, should try that One the, of these episodes the We're going to smoke a backwards. cigar backwards And see what happens The
4: filler runs down the cigar So you should get a consistent smoke All the yeah. way through But don't Sometimes they
3: put different fillers But they should
4: be consistently down All the, the way, way down, down Like the, thing. the cigar gotcha. Yeah
3: So Drew Estate um, They started making cigars in 1996 oh, Yeah nice. Not too long ago It's not like no. a wicked old brand You know it was just these two guys, Jonathan Drew and Marvin Samel. I think that's how you say his name. I
2: Marvin be... got kind of screwed on the, on the naming deal, apparently. Uh... <laughs>
3: yeah. So they're uh, two frat brothers from New York City. They started out really small. They started out in a 16-square-foot kiosk at the World Trade Center. Oh. Yeah, just hand-rolling cigars and selling them in Manhattan, you know? Okay. In 1998, Jonathan moved to uh, Nicaragua, yep. and uh, people called him the crazy gringo because he moved from a super nice place in Manhattan and started living in a, like above a cigar place, just not caught, you know?
2: Just uh, started the business. Trying to start the business, yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, Marvin stayed in New York to keep the money going and, and all that side of it. In 1999, Jonathan came back and they launched their product Acid. Acid. acid cigars, yeah. The, the flavored cigar brand.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah,
3: infused flavored cigars.
2: I don't think I've ever seen those.
3: I, yeah, you have. I have them right over there. Oh. Oh, shit. They're in the humidor.
2: Okay. I nice will have to check humidor. them
3: out. Yeah. But they do make, they don't just make flavored cigars. They make these now, so they make infused and non-infused. Um, but Acid has become the best-selling infused cigar in the country. Oh, wow. And one of the test, 10 best-selling cigars overall.
2: So so what made you decide to uh, pick Drew Estate for tonight?
3: Just another brand I <laughs> Just, wanted to put on, yeah. yeah. Nothing spectacular. Okay. I did get some free merch oh. from my uh, cigar rep, so I was like, okay. hey, I'll throw I'll throw that on there, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate right. that.
2: Paul, you come up with a way to give away all this stuff.
3: Yeah, we got some stuff to get-
2: you gotta, you gotta keep thinking. You gotta come up with a good way to to give away. Well, I already and, came up with an idea. But... And Heather, if you want something, you gotta put the kiddos to sleep and come into the bar. Yeah, Heather,
3: get down here. <laughs> my Heather oh. Cohen. What's that? Heather Cohen. Yeah, my, my cousin. Yeah. So um, let's see here. Following the success of Acid Brand and their infused lines, your yep. state decided yep. to turn oh, wow. traditional, the premium the cigars
4: with eating an onion. <laughs>
3: No, the Grinch decided.
2: Uh,
3: what the hell happened? I don't know. How'd we get so famous that the Grinch showed up? I know, right? This is crazy. Or just a little local podcast. Yeah.
2: Hey. Hey. Hey, Grinch. Yeah. See you later, Grinch. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he walked into the to, to camera. So. No, so that's too bad. We're getting requests to play some Christmas music too in the oh, background. I'm not <laughs> music. Oh, here he comes. Here, you know, There's the Grinch, over. now you can see him on the bar. Yeah, there he is. Don't knock
3: our cameras. There he is. He's on. He's on. There we go.
2: Hello, Grinch. Eating onions.
3: Doesn't smoke cigars, though.
2: Nope. Nope. Doesn't like the smoke. (laughs) See you later, Grinch. Thanks for stopping by.
3: (laughs) See, after uh, the acid stuff, they did come out with um, non-infused cigars. Undercrown being one of them. Liga Pravada.
2: So all right. of the acid is made by Drew Estate.
3: Yes, correct. And then the tobacco is also made by Drew Estate. Okay. Yeah. So nice. Undercrown, Liga, Stelly, Nica Rustic, a couple other ones. Um, yeah.
2: I'm impressed with how good you were just getting back into this, because that totally threw me
3: off my game. This <laughs> is what it is, man. I'm a professional. There it is, yeah. So they came up with the idea of the Undercrown Cigars... Uh, because the Liga Bravada, they're super high-end stuff, the supplies are running out, and all the rollers were rolling some of it up and smoking it while they were making cigars.
2: Wait, what Just was like that picking happening up scraps. Yeah, they were picking up
3: scraps from the Liga oh. stuff and rolling it and making cigars, and they're like, wow, this is actually pretty good. Huh? So they came up with like a less expensive way to make a Liga Privada with rollers blend. Yeah, basically, basically okay. this is a Liga Pravada rollers blend cigar. Okay, nice. I love all the Underground stuff; they're all very, very good. Yeah, I have no issues with them.
2: How are they price wise?
3: Nine, nine fifty for this size. I believe this is a Toro sized. Okay. Yeah, all reasonably priced. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Um. Let's see, Undercrown Toro. Brazilian and Nicaraguan fillers And a Nicaraguan binder Covered hmm. by a San Andreas Maduro wrapper This is the Toro And it's 6 inches long Okay A 52 ring gauge I believe
4: 52 yeah Yeah
3: Yeah. it's pretty good I enjoy I think, it
4: I think it's really good
2: So what kind of Are there any flavor tones to that one Even though I know it's not a flavored cigar But are I you getting to, I
3: forgot to smell it before I friggin light lit it Yeah like, so the, the aroma they say pre-lit is like toasted hazelnuts, medium roast coffee, and freshly tanned leather. Okay. I definitely get coffee.
2: Yeah. Do you get that when you're smoking it too, though, or just by smelling it I mean, from the I, outside?
4: I, I can still smell the coffee in the, in the head of the cigar, like on the cap.
2: Yeah. But um, when you're like, not that you inhale it, but when you...
4: When I have the smoke in my
2: mouth. Smoke
4: it, yeah. What am i tasting
2: yeah, what do you tasting? Yeah, taste so in? when
3: it's lit, they say cocoa nibs. Hints Co-
2: of- Wait, they say what?
4: Cocoa Chocolate. Cocoa nibs? Right, cocoa. Cocoa nibs? I'm assuming that's yeah. dark chocolate. Yeah, it's... like cocoa nibs.
2: I've never heard of a cocoa nib.
4: That is a fancy That's like the actual say, like, cocoa bean.
2: Oh, the cocoa bean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: and then hints of Bing cherry, which I don't know what Bing cherry are. It's a cherry. Yeah, I... Oh, we have them here. Bada yeah, bing. we uh, have the bada bing cherries for our old fashions. I,
2: yeah, I feel like it's like a bar cherry. You
3: have one in your in your drink. I'm right sure
2: now. I do. I'll get to it eventually. And then
3: candied almonds.
2: Okay, sounds delicious.
3: It's very tasty. It is a good and cigar. I don't think it's very. It's medium. I get. I think
4: this is a medium. I don't find it full bodied. I don't find it. Any- yeah like, Mild either. No it's not It's not extremely strong But it's not a light cigar either how, No this is one You're
2: going to want to smoke Like How many How many are you smoke into these oh.
4: In a
3: row
2: In a row Yeah <laughs> Before you're like Puking Four
3: <laughs> Four If you had to do it right in a row Probably four Okay Okay. Four,
4: four sounds like a good number yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: Like I Not like Back to back to back to back But if I smoked yeah. four of these in a day I would yeah. be
4: happy Okay
2: Yeah And now if you So when you're When you're when you're smoking it, uh, if you were to go like heavy and like,
3: any cigars, any cigars, any cigars is
2: gonna fuck you up.
3: Yeah, any cigar yep. you do that with is
4: gonna mess you up.
2: Okay, no oh, children. I mean, smoke no, cigars. No, there's no children. I'm just saying like, because I swore. Oh okay. god. <laughs> <laughs> trying to not swear as much, but. Fuck dude. <laughs> so yeah, this is like
1: this is like
3: the baby brother of the of the League of Bravado line. Yeah, and yeah. that's what you get that's, out of it. No, that's what they say like, This is like the baby brother, because it's made from some of the same tobaccos.
4: Okay. I, I can't even tell you the last time I had a League of Bravado. <laughs> Probably six years ago. Just so hard to find. Yeah. You know? And then they're not
3: cheap either. They're
2: like, what's the price on one of those? Eighteen to, oh, wow. eighteen to forty. like so, double, double oh. the price. Like a, yeah. To forty, yeah. What what's the difference? What's the forty dollar? Rarity. Oh, really? Okay.
4: Yeah. Are there are there different Liga Privada cigars? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know of uh, at least three. Because you have like the number
3: nine, you have the T fifty two, then you have the the short filler the Papas Fritas. Oh, the Papas Fritas are really good. That's a Liga Privada. That's from the Liga Pravata, yeah. Okay. Yep, yeah. and then you have the unico series which is like year of the rat all those you know yeah year of the yep. ox i think it's year of the ox this year i think that's the 2022 one
2: they use like the chinese new year yeah. whatever that is whatever yeah that, that is. makes yeah. sense I think. okay okay I'm so, not,
3: I'm definitely not an authority on this stuff. So of course not.
4: I'm just a, a basic man. Your rep's going to yell at you. That's so, what, you're what kind of uh, misinformation? I text
3: him tonight to ask him <laughs> questions, and he never texts me back. Well, so then it's, it's his your fault. It's own fault, Nick. <laughs> I don't know anything tonight.
2: Uh, okay, you want to give it a rating?
3: Uh, hold on. Oh, I there's do. more. I do, but I just want to give the sizes. There's so more. The underground sizes. They come in Gordito, which is 6x60, six Corona Doble which is 7x54. Grand Toro, which is 6x52, that's what we're smoking. Robusto, 5x54, and like a boxed press Toro, and a Churchill.
2: What's a Churchill? A 6x52. Okay, so it's a small one. No,
4: Churchill's is, usually the
3: 7-inch. I know. No? 652 is this. I know. That's what it said online. Okay. Oh. I, I was just All as right. confused. Just as confused. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, thanks, Nick. (laughs) Just kidding. It's my own fault. Yeah. I should have done more research, but I'm lazy.
2: Well, I mean, if it says six, it's six. Yeah, it's
3: six.
1: You
2: know? Can't really complain. All right. So,
3: yeah, rating? Yeah, Yeah, rating. One through ten, decimal places. We'll get some smoking in. You can do some talking.
2: Yeah, okay. We'll get some some smoking in. I can't get any smoking in, but uh, I am excited for where we're going to move on to from this my my drink of the night is a old-fashioned however it's made with old forester so i'm going to be excited when that happens uh i will say that it is it is getting pretty smoky in here and not being a cigar smoker it's it's a lovely thing to to be in but it looks like on the video we're not seeing that so that's good
3: yeah, you shouldn't be too smoking. Next it's not two, too smoking. Maybe it's You're just because I'm foreigner. sitting
2: in between the two of you. Right. Yeah. And we, we, got, we got that guy, but yeah, exactly. I'm getting I'm getting the, the second hand all throughout. But that's okay. That. I
3: can fix that for you next week. No,
2: we're good.
1: We're good.
3: Well, no, I can like make that thing blow right down on you so it won't. Oh, you
2: know, look at that. Nice. Yeah. Um, Rating. all right, yeah. Rating. Rating.
1: What do you think, Paul? Do uh, you have anything else to add to this cigar?
4: I mean, this is this is a good cigar. I, I have a, actually a couple of boxes of these at home. Um, the first time I had one of these cigars, I was very pleasantly surprised. It's a darker looking cigar, which makes me think it's going to be really heavy and really flavorful. But it's it's it is a medium cigar. I, I would give this I would give this like an, an eight eight just eight. eight? An oh, eight, eight. an 8.8, 8.8 and 8. 8 9. That's impressive. <clears throat> it's, I think it's a 8. good cigar. 8. Wow.
2: That's yeah. that is high.
3: I was thinking an 8 to 9, mind. but I would say I would say 8. Well, that's a difference. Like we all have our opinions. So
2: so so Meg uh, yeah. Meg got some coffee scents out of it. Scents.
3: sent Sent.
2: Sent. <laughs> <laughs> S's are so hard. Um, so maybe she wants to give us uh, her rating if she is. Uh, well, she can get back to us at some point. Chatting on here, but yeah, just we'll wait throw, for throw
3: her rating on the chat. Yeah, yeah, that's and what I'm saying. Yeah, just throw on the chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going. Anyone
2: else is smoking this? That's on the chat. Feel free to give us your rating. And and yeah, I don't know. Are you gonna eight eight it or <laughs> eight, That's a big number. Man. That's a big number. Like, I
1: really, really meant like eight.
4: Oh, I was gonna say eight to nine, but I I rep- repeated myself. Got you. A no, solid eight's good. Solid eight. Yeah.
3: Oh. Sorry. That makes more sense.
2: Ah, uh, rookie score though. The,
4: the
3: eight eight was like a stutter. A no, yeah, <laughs> you, you, no, no, no rookie score. Rookie you got score. a decimal point. he went decimal point the first time. What? He went eight point eight the first time. Yeah, but that was because he stuttered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. All right. All right. So, oh, Meg,
2: Meg has a score here. She ranked it an eight point five. I'm okay, going there go. 7.9. seven 7.9. Yeah. All right. I was stuck between like seven
3: it. eight and seven nine, but yeah. I really endured. Enjoy the underground series. It'll be interesting to do one of the other ones, one of the shade or the uh, sun grown, and see what I rate that at.
4: For a long time, I was convinced I only like darker looking cigars, like Maduro cigars. Why but was that? I, I don't know. I, I think, um, I had a couple of uh, Connecticut rappers, uh, Habanos that that I just got a uh, Flavor profile that I didn't like. Yep. Um, and more consistently, I do like Maduro cigars. But I have tried um, like the uh, the Shade uh, and the Connecticut mm-hmm. and Underground, and I really enjoy them also. Yeah. So
3: well, I turned you on to that one Connecticut that you were like, "Holy crap! Where'd that come
4: from?" Uh, the uh, the what was it the Black the,
3: Label Trading Porcelain? Oh, the porcelain.
4: Yeah. Well, also you gave me a um, a twelve twelve acres twelve oh, acre Twelve farm? acre farm. That's- yeah, that was really good.
3: 20 Acre Farm. Uh, 20 Acre Farm. That's also from Drew Estate, I believe. Really good cigar. Yeah. Good call. Good yeah, call. Way to remember nice. that. that. That was a very... So that's a uh, little bit... I think that's more in their mid-range, higher-end stuff, like $12, 13 $14 a stick,
4: I believe. Don't quote me on that. Well, you didn't make me pay for them, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what a nice guy. So any, any more of nice those guy. you can give what me, nice it would be great. <laughs> <Yeah>. Please <laughs> keep <them> coming. <laughs> you
2: mean you paid for it yourself?
3: No, not cigars. Cigars are oh, not. No, no, cigars matter. doesn't matter. You can no. give them away. Yeah, I can give away cigars. Oh, not nice. Cannot give away booze. All the booze being drank here tonight by all of us is being paid
2: for. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, all right, all right.
3: Oh, thanks. Thank you very that's much. Right. So that's the that's cigar. appreciation.
2: <laughs> that was a long pause. I didn't think it <laughs> went that long. <laughs> so we, oh, we're moving that's on right. to the Old
3: Forester. That's what we yeah, said we're drinking tonight. Right. Thanks for choosing Old Forester.
2: It's. Amazing. Yeah,
3: good call. Did I choose
2: that? Yeah. Oh,
3: perfect. Good call. Hey. Thanks. One yeah, here. I choose the cigar. You choose the alcohol.
2: Oh yeah, yeah that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, total, total that is, sense. Total sense. Right? Has nothing to do that we have the Old Forester rep in the house right now, are, giving out free samples. We're
3: not doing an Old Forester whiskey tasting right now, which is awesome by the way. Yeah. I mean, a lot of turnout.
2: It is. People coming and out. And Definitely, you can take a look even, here. It's. Uh, Thanks for coming out, everyone. So Old
3: Forester is created by George Garvin Brown and named after Dr. William Forrester.
2: So who is Dr. William Forester? No idea. No
3: idea. I could not find that out. Really? We're gonna bring Don on a little bit. He oh, might maybe able, Don knows. He might be able to tell us.
2: Does it go um, by Don or Gene? Don Jean? John? Don. Don. Don.
3: D-O-N.
2: It's yeah, but it said on your post, Don Jean. Ooh, oopsie. Is that not it? Oops, That's not it. <laughs> oh. That
3: was a mistake by me. Oops. I apologize.
2: All right. Just kidding. Full yeah. so, um, uh, force so was bottled in
3: 1870. And then in 1897, they had to go up from 90 proof to 100 proof because of the Bottled and Bond Act, which I didn't know. So I learned something. There was a Bottled Bond Act. Maybe Don will be able to tell us more about that.
2: Wait, do we know where specifically this was?
3: No, zero mm-hmm. idea. In the United States, U.S. Bottle and Bond Act of 1897.
2: Oh, it's a U.S. Act, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it increased it.
3: Yeah, from 90 to 100
2: That's interesting. I wonder why, the, why they would make it have to be higher proof. Right especially like this is prior to this is before um, <laughs> prohibition, prohibition. Yeah. yeah so maybe they're just maybe this was part of the reason why prohibition started they were like let's just make shit stronger yeah <laughs> <laughs> make it stronger <laughs> all
3: right you want to get don in here so i don't look like an idiot anymore oh
2: where is that don giving out the stuff right there no that is, no, not, don. That is not charles,
3: charles. oh is that the, don is the, the, the professional looking fella yeah, he's, he's coming he's over. I was gonna get up and get him, but I gotta get up and get out of the way. Yeah,
2: you can move your chair back and let him in. Alright. Alright, alright, alright. Okay, so let's welcome oh. Let's see. Uh yeah. Wanna let him get his headset on here. Oh. Is it. You can just put, pull them through. Just pull it through. Or that. That works too. Okay. We're just getting Don all set up here. Um, okay. There's letters on the headphones so you know which side is which. We're going to put you live here and get the crowd to give you a warm welcome. Don from Old Forrester.
3: Thank you. So, Don, we are just going through some basic stuff about Old Forrester. We haven't got any tasting profiles, but I said Old Forrester was created by George Garvin Brown and named after William Forrester. Who was William
5: Forrester? William Forrester was a doctor in Louisville, and in those days, whiskey was sold as much for medicinal purposes as anything else. Okay. Um, uh, and Doctor Forrester would prescribe. This particular whiskey made by George Garvin Brown. Now, was George Garvin Brown also a doctor? Did I? No, he he was a pharmaceutical salesman, and in those days, whiskey was sold by the barrel, and you could never really be sure of the quality of the whiskey. So George Garvin Brown started the company by guaranteeing the quality of the whiskey. And what he did in his day before he was a master, before he was a distiller, he went and bought whiskey from three of the top quality distilleries in Louisville batched them together, and bottled it. Okay. And to signify the quality of that whiskey, he signed his name to every single bottle.
3: Really? Like hand signature? Hand signature. I heard, I heard they used to do that
5: back in the day, like hand signature on the bottles. Yes. and That's cool. prior to that, whiskey, it was the first bottled whiskey ever. Yeah, I did read that. First and that's bottle what started, started Brown Form Corporation back in 1870.
3: So then after that, I, I went into... Um, In order to comply with legal regulations in 1897, they went from 90 to 100
5: proof, the U.S. Bottled and Bond Act. The Bottled and Bond Bourbon Act was a great compromise between distillers and the U.S. government. And what it was is prior to that, distillers would charge the tax on what they made, not what they bottled. Okay. And as you know, as you age whiskey, it evaporates. And over the course of two to four years, you lose anywhere from 10 to 15 percent of the volume. Really? But they were paying taxes on 100 percent of what they made, but only could sell 85 percent of it. Gotcha. That so makes sense. The Bottled and Bond Bourbon Act was a compromise between the government and the distillers. And the compromise was it was defined that the whiskey had to be made by one distillery in one distillery season, and then it had to be bottled at 100 proof because the tax was then pegged at. One gallon at one hundred proof whiskey. So it was a hundred proof gallon tax. And some whiskeys were above, some were below. So what they did is they they uniformly made it hundred proof so the tax would be consistent. But the compromise was that now they only have to pay the tax on what was bottled, not what was made. But the government was the government had to have a key to the warehouse. Okay. So if you they own would the, go in and just now, if you owned a distillery, you could not have access to your warehouse. Oh. You, you have to find a government yeah. revenue agent that had the key to your warehouse to let you in. Oh goodness. So again, try to find a government employee today to <laughs> yeah, to do, do something. anything. Yeah. So and especially those, before cell phones and yeah. <laughs> and in those days, because whiskey wasn't an exact science. For every hundred bushels of grain you mashed, you had one revenue agent living on the property. Because they had to be there all the time to make sure you didn't steal your own whiskey. I bet you they're glad they don't do that anymore. Well, science has gotten so good and everything's so efficient, they know pretty much what the yield is going to be for all the bushels you make. So now it's more of an honor system, and and taxes are pretty much figured out based on proof. But the Bottle to the Bourbon Act was what they called... Really, the great compromise between distillers and the federal government. So it helped the distillers out. It helped them because now they could sell everything. They only were taxed on what they could bottle and sell. Gotcha. Yeah. So. so then uh, we were going on and in 1910, they had a fire? Yeah. In 1910, uh, we were on West Main Street where our distillery has been rebuilt, and Owsley Brown, George Gordon Brown's son, like his father, tasted every barrel of whiskey that came down the line, and in 1910, there was a fire, and there were a lot of barrels that were damaged either by fire or water, and they had to rebarrel them. And it had never been done before. So okay. those whiskeys went back to age, and when they came down the line, the brown Mr. Brown tasted them and realized that this whiskey was not the old Forester that they knew. Okay. It was a different-tasting whiskey. Yeah. The double-barreling process changed the taste of the whiskey. And... He said, we can't call this Old Forester. We have to call this something else. So they decided on Old Forrester, Old Fine Whiskey. And when we resurrected the distillery, one of the Browns, Suzanne Brown, was doing some research, came across the story of the fire, and went and asked her father, Mac Brown, who used to be my boss, dad, do you know anything about this fire? And Mac went downstairs in the cellar and came up with a bottle from 1910, Ooh. and it said Old forest, Old Fine Whiskey yeah, it. On says it. Very Old Fine Whiskey. And that's why we named this one. So f- that- And it wasn't oh. really the first double-barreled
3: bourbon? Like, no one had ever done it?
5: Nobody had ever done it before. Because they didn't have to. Well, they didn't have to, but yeah. it was also very inconvenient. Nobody had the s- facility set up to double-barrel. And so after that batch was done, it literally wasn't done for another 70 to 80 years. Oh, wow. Really? So wow. I- not only were we the first bottled bourbon, we were the first double-barreled bourbon ever gotcha. made. All right. Although
2: you did have a little bit of yeah. a gap there.
5: Yes. <laughs> well, it wasn't just us, the industry.
2: I'm sure, I'm sure, absolutely. Now, that's, that's pretty crazy that... So then, oh, go 10 ahead. years
3: after that, you go right into Prohibition. Again. And um, Old Forester was one of the only ones that were able to sell whiskey during the Prohibition? Or not
1: sell Again. it, but...
5: Well, it's a little <laughs> bit more involved than that. Again, the Browns are very forward-thinking, and again, at that time, they saw what was on the horizon with prohibition. Mm-hmm. So they applied to the government to get a license to distill whiskey for medicinal purposes.
1: Ooh. And they were one of 10, 10...
5: people. Very smart people. They were one of 10 <laughs> dist- bourbon distilleries that were granted a license to make whiskey for medicinal purposes. Nice. Of those 10, Brown Foreman is the only one, and Old Forest is the only whiskey that has survived to this day that has never stopped making whiskey. Some of those other brands either stopped or went out of business. Old Forest has been made continuously since 1870 by the same family with the same recipe in the same location in Louisville, Kentucky. So for 152 years, they were able to do that. There's no other whiskey that has that unbroken line.
2: Nice. So when they when they sold it for medicinal purposes, were they selling it in like pharmacies and things like that?
5: Yes, and if you think back, perhaps growing up, a a lot of people might remember going to small mom-and-pop grocery stores, and you saw pints and half-pints on the back wall. You used to have to get a prescription to get (laughs) bourbon, and I've seen prescriptions, and they would literally read... One pint old forest would be taken internally as needed, <laughs> refilled three times. And you would go to a local drugstore and you would get your medicine. And they would give it to you. Yes. That, wow. That is awesome. So, so <laughs> it was great to have a great relationship with your doctor. No, absolutely.
2: So I'm curious, what. What kind of ailments would you require to get an Old Forrester prescription? Do you know?
5: Well, it just wasn't whiskey. It was gin. It was whatever ailed you, you got different, (laughs) different, different prescriptions. Like gin was always great for stomach ailments. Okay. Bourbon, snake bite. I mean, it could be anything, but (laughs) uh, it's it's how good your doctor was.
2: Nice. Nice. That's good. I got to, if prohibition comes back, you got to find a good doctor.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I have a couple of those. (laughs) So, not much happened between then and then um, World War II, which I didn't know they did anything for, but they Mm -hmm. supplied, oh, not World War II, they were the first distillery to convert an entire production to industrial grade alcohol for the war efforts. Yes. So, what?
2: That's pretty
5: interesting, right?
2: Industri- what was the industrial-grade alcohol used for?
5: Oh, it was it was a big range of anything, from torpedoes to antiseptics oh. to you name it. The war needed everything from yeah. everybody. Alcohol was just part of the process.
2: Now, did they provide alcohol as well?
5: <laughs> I'm sure there were quite a bit that got out there. Some of our other brands were made fairly well-known by other notoriety figures of the time. But okay. Those are stories for another day. Okay, okay. <laughs>
3: So after that, I have a uh, 1959, they introduced what we have today, which is the 86 proof. Yes. They went from 90, so from 1870 to eight, 1959, there's all 90 proof. Yes. And then after that, it was what we have now, 86 proof.
2: Well, they had the 100 proof too, right? Well, yes. now,
3: no, their main one was the 86 proof. Gotcha.
2: Okay. Oh, so when they when they made the 100 proof, they continued to make the 90 proof, yes. but in addition made the 100 proof just so it would right. fall in line with all the rest. Yes. For okay. taxes, got it.
3: Good to know. Good to know. I'm paying
2: attention here.
3: This is good stuff. I don't have much after that. I, I couldn't find much more information,
5: history on, from 1959 to now. Well, again, uh, 1959. Uh, that was three years after Brown Foreman made another purchase. Okay. okay. Uh, another whiskey that you may have heard of out of Tennessee called Jack Daniels. Never heard of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack Daniels? We bought Brown Foreman bought that in 1956. Okay. And, and really it was so Old Forester owns Jack Daniels. Uh, Brown Foreman owns Old Forester and Jack, Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels, yes. Gotcha. gotcha. And Old Forester is what started Brown Foreman. And then this over the years they bought, sold, and acquired a number of different brands. Our most famous being Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels.
2: And do you know do you know the history of Jack Daniels? Very much so. Oh, okay. I'm just curious the name Jack Daniels is that two separate people or no. is that one person
5: Jack Daniels was a real person okay his real name was Jasper Newton Daniel okay and his nickname was Jack Jack there you go and I'm, I'm kind of glad he went by the nickname because it would be awful Jasper Daniel Jasper. <laughs> no, a, going into a hot with of Jasper and Coke would be a little yeah <laughs> yeah. Sound yeah, yeah let, me, let me get
2: a Jasper and Coke yeah that sounds weird <laughs> Yeah. no that's awesome yeah that's cool
3: so, right now, right now uh, Warren and I yes. are drinking the um, regular Old Forester 86. 86? Brew. Yep. What sort you of... didn't
2: get any of the 100?
3: No, I went with 86 <laughs> Do what?
2: they still make the 100? I'm just curious. Yeah. They do. Yes.
3: What should be our
5: flavor profile? Yeah, what, like, what should we smell? What should we taste? Well, first, let me give you a little bit of background. The flavor profile comes from, from the mash bill. Okay. And the mash bill of, of Old Forest is 78, 12, 10. 78% corn, 12% rye, 10% barley. So the corn gives you the sweetness, the rye gives you the spice and the heat, and the okay. barley gives you the creamy mouthfeel. Oh. And when you put it into a new charred white oak barrel, what you get, and this is typical of bourbons, you'll have a range of taste profiles. Typically, you'll get vanilla, butterscotch, caramel, some type of spiciness. It could be cinnamon spice. It could be. Mm, I taste cinnamon in this one. Peppermint sure. candy spice. But that's a general description of the profile of bourbon. On okay. the Old Forest 386, you are definitely getting that strong caramel, vanilla yep. butterscotch, almost a an oaky the butterscotch. Spiciness. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a, it's just a very good, full-bodied bourbon. It is very I, delicious. I like it. What about like on the on the nose? Do people normally smell bourbon? Bourbon is some of the most aromatic whiskey out there. You yeah. will get those sweet notes. You'll get sometimes on a younger whiskey you'll get some of the grainier notes. But this one you get a nice mature full bodied bourbon where you get those those sweet aromatics and that underlying spiciness.
2: Yeah. Nice. No, you can it's it's definitely got aromatics. It's very good. <laughs> yes, it's delicious. This is great. And I've actually been drinking yeah. it in an old fashioned. How was it in the old fashioned? It was it was delicious. Fantastic. Can, it's, does I mean, does it's the flavor gone. still come through? Oh the flavor definitely the... comes through, does yeah. It? Even with all the extra stuff in the old fashioned, which old Fashioned is pretty basic. There's not too much to it. No, but... but
3: it's very flavorful. Like it is. When we had the Woodford the first time, yes. I like Woodford straight and I gave it a really good score, but I wouldn't drink Woodford in an old fashioned. Okay. Because I like to I, I feel like the, the bourbon gets lost.
2: I, I can see well, definitely tasting it against the straight. You, you don't get as many of the flavor tones. You don't really get like the the aromatics are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I mean, it's still delicious. It's, yeah. it's still great. And then drinking it straight, yeah, I think I think that's really the way to go with this. It's it's nice if you. It does have a very, cinnamony spice to it. That's 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 very strong. Okay, what what just got put in front of me here?
3: Uh, what just got put in front of you was the um, Old Forester 1920. Ooh, okay. So that's going to be the Prohibition
2: style. Style though, it's not actually aged from 1920, no, which no. would be a- freaking amazing. No, and, <laughs> you would never give me any of it because he would go <laughs> out of business.
5: <laughs> but, it, but it is made in the style. Uh, when you taste it, I'm not going to tell you the proof until after you take a sip.
2: Oh, it's 100 proof. I'm being told.
5: No, it's more than that. Don't, it's more. don't listen to other people because they don't know what they're <laughs> talking about. I'm gonna let you sip it, and then you tell me. Someone's what trying the to proof trick is.
2: you. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me. I get. Actually, hold on. It's in a different
3: glass too, so look. The... It is, the but glass one's a good one to drink it out of.
2: I'm getting a lot of the same aromatics out of it. Mm -hmm. I will say that. It's very, very similar.
5: Exact same mash bill. Exactly mash bill. The only way you can change the taste on a whiskey is to change the mash bill, the water source, the yeast, um, the aging, or the proof. Okay.
2: Well, apparently the proof's been changed. So, oh, what are we doing here?
3: Paul
4: wants to talk. Oh, you turned him down. I turned him down. Yeah. Because of my neighbors. There was a bunch of people here. I'm so So, um, sorry. I was asking, can you tell the difference in the proof just from smelling it? I don't think so. I can't. They smell exactly the same. I'm going to taste taste it right now.
2: So it's definitely a higher proof, but I don't know.
3: I feel like the alcohol comes up a lot quicker.
2: I feel like like this is actually smoother than that one. I feel like it's smoother. A lot smoother, creamier. But the
3: bite, like the alcohol bite... It yeah. comes a lot faster than it does with it the It does, other but it goes away quick too. Right. Yeah.
2: Like in this in, in the original one, it's the after. It like comes in and like attacks you after you've drinking it. Whereas this one, it punches you in the face right away, but then you get the creaminess
5: afterwards. All right. Now I'm gonna tell you the proof because <laughs> you're not gonna believe it. It's one hundred and fifteen proof. No way. Wow. One hundred and fifteen. Wow. Because again, going into prohibition, you needed really strong medicine.
2: Wow. I think this will cure a lot of my ailments. Yes. I need a prescription. Let's
3: try some more of this tonight. Will my
2: insurance pay for this? I
3: think it might. <laughs> will, it, will your insurance pay you to come here and try it? I,
2: I'll, I'll, Let's ask. I'll ask. Let's ask. <laughs> no, this is great. I love all the history of this. It, I feel like knowing all of this background makes it taste so much better because you're like feeling the history as you're sipping Mm. the drink. It's delicious. I
3: feel like I'm from 1920 right
2: now. (laughs) Well, no, because that's Prohibition, right? Oh, wait, when was Prohibition? 2019? No. 1919 to
5: 1933. It was,
2: okay. Wow,
3: that's a long time. I, I knew that, but that's a long time to go with no... And there
5: were some states that went dry before that. No No alcohol.
2: Well, uh, yeah. And and you say no alcohol, and marijuana was illegal for however long, but people found a way, so I have a feeling... Some
3: underground places.
2: Yeah, we actually have a, a place, um, what's that called? Soul, yeah. that is yes. the, a it's theme. like a themed speakeasy, um, speakeasy exactly, speakeasy. Yeah. which really is, nice. and is they cool. Good,
3: they have really good food there.
2: It's delicious. And they have a
3: great selection of whiskey.
2: Absolutely. Do they Do they have Old Forester? They, yes, they probably they should. There it is. they do. Don would know. Don would know.
3: <laughs>
2: Don's the man. Absolutely. No, this is great.
3: Anything else from, from Old
5: Forester you want to talk about, Don, or? Well, there is one other one that Charlie might be able to pour a little sip for you.
2: Ooh, that sounds expensive.
5: (laughs) Uh, Just a little sip. Put it this way, you will never, ever see this again. Wow. This was something that was done on the 150th anniversary of Brown Foreman. Really? So what Charlie is going to be pouring you is the 150th anniversary. Oh, it's out in the car. We'll get it for you.
2: No, I think he was saying oh, he was saying, "How many do you want?"
5: Oh. Four or five. Uh, he doesn't, three. He doesn't drink. none for me, thank All you. Right. Yeah, he doesn't drink. So this this was uh this was uh bottled. he
2: he's not he's not taking my three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to tell him that, many. He's like, no, Don's Joel gonna tell me like, yeah, how many.
5: <laughs> <laughs> this was bottled to commemorate the 150th anniversary of Brown Foreman, and they only made <laughs> 150 barrels. Wow. They wow. did 50 barrels at different proofs 150 so, yeah they did three batches of 50 barrels at different proofs oh wow so, so really
2: there's only 50 of these out there
5: well there's, oh. there's none left well yeah this is two years old now so they did so where barrels. did this
2: come from how did you get a, a hold i mean obviously, <laughs> Don's the main. obviously but i mean like has this been yeah. sitting around or it's
5: been in my garage i've i've held these for events like this to talk about it because the history of brown foreman is fantastic you notice the brown bottle very medicinal-like. It does. Oh, that it that I'm cool. going
2: to flip the camera over here. Uh, and
5: I will tell you that this one is bottled at 125.6. Holy shnikes. 125 proof? Yes. And knock my socks yeah. off. So or is, is, my boots. This I'm is barrel out. strength. Each of the other two are batches with different knock proofs. Knock my boots off.
4: I don't drink, but this smells really good. Thanks. All right. There's another one right there. Oh he brought, he brought four. Oh wait. Okay. Okay. he
3: gave me one. He gave me
4: Oh everyone has one? Okay. I'll say remember last for someone week special. when I drank the wrong yeah.
2: remember
3: last week when I drank the wrong thing?
2: <laughs> I do remember that. not gonna do that this week.
3: <laughs> okay. So this is the 150th anniversary. 150th, 150th anniversary.
2: anniversary. And what was the proof again?
5: One hundred this batch is one hundred and twenty five point six.
2: I'm excited.
5: So when you smell it, you're gonna get a great nose on this one.
4: Really?
2: Oh, absolutely. Now I have to compare.
5: It does smell like there's more flavor. Do you mind if I
4: grab your glasses and smell? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
5: So these 50 barrels for each batch were very specially selected by our master distiller, Chris Morris.
2: Okay. And now how long has uh, Chris Morris been with the company?
5: Chris Morris has been with the company for well over 25 years. Oh, wow. He's in the Whiskey Hall of Fame, both International and American Hall of Fame. Uh, And Chris Morris, a friend of mine, is also... What I consider a whiskey genius. Really?
2: So he knows what he's talking about.
5: Well, he... (laughs) So let's get him on the podcast. He does the Birthday Bourbon. He does the Masters Collection every year. Chris Morris understands the effect of wood on barrels. And he's done a fantastic job with the Masters Collection. This one and many others. Oh, was I supposed to wait? No, no, go for it. (laughs) So I'm going to talk because... Yeah, please. Wow.
2: Okay, you can definitely... uh, I, yeah, no I'm going to talk no. and then Warren's going to interrupt everything I say. No. Um, you can definitely taste the proof on this one. No doubt. This one kicks you in the face. Um, but it's it, it's still smooth. Like okay. it's still, I would, I got, I got to do another step here. Oh, we're taking, we're good. We're doing a picture. Okay. Whoa. So I will say that. This one definitely, That's like, a- has more of a burn to it. Yeah, um, but there's a
3: lot of flavor in that. Like There's right, a ton of flavor. Right on, the, right on the beginning of the palate. Like, as soon as you put it in there, yeah. it's flavor.
2: Definitely not as smooth as the 115 proof. That one's got a little creamier. This doesn't have that creaminess to it that I tasted before, but it's...
5: The heat on this one lingers. The heat lingers, mm-hmm. exactly. But I think it... it it diminishes. It, it hangs, but it slowly fades away. It does. It's not overpowering. No. It Doesn't take your breath away. It's-
2: no, exactly. It, it it lingers, but then when it it while it's like fading out, it brings all the flavors kind of up as it's doing that, which is kind of nice. That's good. It
4: makes you feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. It end does. <laughs> it makes you feel
3: warm and fuzzy for sure. So you said they only made hundred and fifty
5: barrels of this? Fifty of each batch. Fifty of each. So there's only break. fifty of this. Right. Okay. Which means there's one. The three distilleries he went to gotcha. when he started. Okay. So, so how many barrels mind. do they usually make? That's oh. a,
3: that's up to the massive distiller. No, like on a, like on eighty of uh, eighty six. How many barrels does
1: like old in a year? Produce? Yeah.
3: Like how many how many barrels do you produce a year?
5: You know, I'm not Ooh, exactly I got sure of that one. I but got him. I can give you. We'll take an estimate. No yeah. one's going to hold you to it. Again, what they're making. Is what's to be sold in a few years. Oh, really? Yeah. So when, it takes four years for this stuff to age. So
1: mm.
5: you know they could be putting down two thousand barrels a okay. day. I mean I don't know exactly what they're up to right now, but within the Whiskey Row series, it's a lot less because we're doing it at our craft distillery on West Main Street. The eighty six is in our main distillery. How big is like the, the distillery on on Main Street or West Main Street? It's it's a very small craft distillery. It is oh. uh, handcrafted so that you can have tours and make these small batches nice. of, of these very unique products. So we could, and go, we could go down We could for go a to tour. a tour? Absolutely. No
2: shit. Yeah, well, put it on the list. Stogies and spirits going on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Serious.
3: So
5: I'm, 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 I'm curious, how many
2: bottles do you get out of, out of a barrel?
5: Typically, a barrel will yield anywhere from 240 to 300,
2: 750 mLs. Oh, wow.
5: And okay. the reason it varies so much is because of the evaporation. Like you said, about. yeah, it
2: evaporates so much.
3: So. Yeah. So
5: like if you're higher in the well, the in the age, on the, no, like in. Oh. The, and then it also the depends house. on the proof. Too. Oh, yeah. Also depends on the proof, because when okay. you okay. cut it to 80 proof, obviously you, you get more. You get more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But when okay. you do when you do a typical barrel strength, you will get a, maybe a maximum about 180 bottles. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. How long, is, uh, how long is the regular 86 aged for? Usually about four years. Four years, yeah. Four years. Again, it's, as brown foam, we not as much about age statements as we are maturity. Okay. And one of our masters still has told me a long time ago, is Don. we're not about age, we're about maturity. So Same thing c- like people. Some people uh-huh. mature early, some don't. And he made it very clear, uh-huh. he's just, I'll Makes tell sense. you when it's ready. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> That's awesome. So he could taste, he could taste something
3: and be like, all right, this barrel is ready or this whole rack house is ready. Absolutely. Well, this barrel—they do it one like barrel. They do. By barrel, one barrel at a time. One barrel at a time. He'll every, taste each barrel individually and say, "Yep, this barrel's good to go."
5: Yep. Wow. And again, depending on the distillery, <laughs> there's tasting panels, there's everything. But it's it's individual barrels. If you have one bad barrel in a batch, it's going to ruin everything. Yeah. But every barrel is tasted. Can you imagine oh, wow. having a palate like that, being able to be like, "Yep, That's this amazing. one's only three years old, but it's good to go." So yep. other than Chris, That's how many crazy. how
2: many master Uh, What are they called, Master Distillers? Master Distiller. How many do they have?
5: Every one of our distilleries has a Master Distiller. And how many distilleries do you have? We have Jack Daniels, which is Chris Fletcher. Okay. We have uh, Woodford Reserve, Old Forester, which is Chris Morris. So each brand. Oh, so Woodford Reserve
2: and Old Old Forester are in the same distillery. No, No, they're owned owned by the same same company. Owned by the same company. And the same Same Master master Distiller. distiller. Got it, okay. And then? Then
5: we have Tequila. Then we have. Oh really?
2: What do you do for tequila? What's the brand for that? Our
5: brands are Heredura and El Hemador. Okay. Um, you guys do Hemador? El Hemador is that's my that's my well play. that's my well
3: tequila. here. I love it. It's, it's one of the best tequilas you can have in the well to make margaritas. Yeah. I love it, and you can shoot it. No, this, yeah,
2: it's it's great for the price. It, it's amazing. It's it's, it's yeah. the best best tequila you'll have it's, for
3: the
5: dollar. It's the top selling tequila in Mexico. No
3: yeah. way. is wow. Wow. Yes. In Mexico. Yes. <laughs> that makes zero, that's crazy. And Heredura, last time I was told, Herodora is number three. Wow, that's crazy.
2: Well, I mean, tequila all has to come from the same region in Mexico, so.
3: No, does it?
5: It does. It has to come from demarcated regions in Mexico. Okay, yeah. The majority oh. of it is in the Jalisco region, but yep. there are some outlying areas also. Okay. I did not know that. You learn yeah. something every day.
2: I learned that with my my horse head tequila that I had <laughs> well, that's I, good have, stuff. I have I found this guy on TikTok that knew this guy that just he makes his own tequila and he's in the region very, very small, but he's a, like a glass blower. And so he has these uh, horse head. It's shaped like a horse head. Uh, it's called Cabal. And um, if you haven't
3: had it Dawn, you should it at some point. I don't
2: know if he's if he ships it to the U.S. regularly though. He, I, I don't think he does. That's yeah.
5: another story. We'll talk about that <laughs> <for> later.
2: <laughs> so I had to I, had, I reached out to him. And I was like, "Can you send me some?" And he's like, "Sure." And so he actually ended up having to send it to a buddy of his in California, and then from there they send it to me. But apparently, I don't know if they were supposed to do that or not. So re- that really didn't happen. I'm just, <laughs> just telling saying. stories, but. But I got a hold of a couple of them, and then I've, I've reached out to him probably a dozen times trying to get more, and he's just ghosted me. Gotcha. What are you going to do? All right.
3: Well, thanks well, thank for coming you, coming Don. I really appreciate all the information and yeah, Absolutely. And, history. This and is if great. we can have you back at some point to do a Jack Daniels or a Haradura, we'll gladly do that. Yeah. No
5: problem. Maybe I definitely want scotch. the scotch? white oh, scotch. Wait, scotch? What yeah. do you guys do for scotch? Uh, we have three scotch brands. We have Glendronic. Okay. Uh, which I have. yeah. Benriac. Ben Which I don't have. And another brand called uh, Glenglassa. Oh. No. Don't have.
2: Nope.
5: But... I do have Glendronach.
2: Okay. Yeah. Actually, that was our, one of our mystery drinks, I think, on the first episode. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no. No, that's what you guessed it was.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think so.
2: You guessed it, but it yep. wasn't that. Yep. But yeah, we'll, we definitely want to have you back. You are a wealth of knowledge, and this is amazing.
5: And we want to get Chris Morris on.
2: And we can want more amazing unfortunately, unfortunately, Mr.
5: Morris is in very high demand. So. I bet. <laughs> and we don't pay well. Yeah, no, we don't pay very well. Or at all. <laughs> well, thank you, Don. But, yeah. You just got to buy more, Josh. Thank
2: exactly. You. Exactly. Thanks, Don. We appreciate it. Oh,
5: thank, nice to be here. Thank you.
2: Yeah. All right. So, um, the next, let me see. We have Josh, our, what, you our, uh, what you think
5: of this one? It's about see, 150. Man.
2: Yeah, no, it was it was amazing. It was really good. I that's actually the one that I drink all of.
5: <laughs>
2: but yeah, this is great. Okay. Um, oh. What's that? Oh yeah, we have to bring you back because
5: like where bourbon got its name from.
2: Where bourbon got its name from that is going to be in a future episode. Absolutely. Um. Thanks again, Don. We appreciate having you. Um, okay, so uh, the next the next part of the set is uh, we're gonna do the the random call. Uh, oh wait, no, actually, I'm sorry. No, we are Greg going. Ingers. Yeah, we're gonna do the. So I noticed there's no uh, mystery alcohol. on oh, shoot! On the.
3: I forgot to put that on the list. We yeah. Need to do a mystery. We'll alcohol. Why don't we do it now? Okay. Let's call. Let's do it bar. now. I was like we're looking. And I'm like,
2: wait, are we gonna are we going all the way to to the bottom already? No, we oh, got hold more. On, hold on, hold on. We got more.
4: We got to stay consistent. Yeah, consistent. So you guys are going to do a mystery alcohol? Yeah, yes.
2: We, we don't know what it is. We don't do you know what turn it is.
3: is too, Mike? Just oh, yeah, oh, turn
2: yeah, off. yeah. Let me cut that so it's, I mean, it doesn't, <laughs>
4: it doesn't really bar... help much, but <laughs> yeah. Are you going to have the bartender bring me out like a random soda so I can guess? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope.
2: Yeah. Uh, it says it's Cola. It's Coca-Cola.
5: <laughs> Except it's not.
2: It's it's not Coca Cola. It's cola. <laughs> Random cola. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, let me make sure she's up. Okay. Yep. We're good. Wait, you're not ringing, though.
3: I know. I'm not ringing. I don't know why it's not
2: ringing. Um, okay. it, is it your phone not ringing? Because I have you up. Oh, uh, there it uh, there is. There we go. Okay.
3: She's busy, right? She's cashing someone out. Yeah. That's just uh, fine.
2: Okay, well we can move on. We can do the um no, we the phone a friend.
3: Well, we want to do a phone a friend. We can first? do phone a friend right, and then come back. Let's go here. Let's see.
2: let's see. We can't move on. I'm the producer. We can do whatever I say. We do. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back, we back we to it. But well,
3: what if what if we come back? What friend and she's are we phoning? Still... We're phoning. Preacher man Dan.
2: Oh. Preacher
3: man Dan. Preacher
2: man Dan. Yeah. Does he know we're phoning? Hey, on? what's
3: going on? Hey, Dan, you're uh, on the podcast right now.
2: Preacher Man Dan. Preacher
3: Man Dan. If I'd known you were calling, I'd have put on my pants. Well, no need. (laughs) No need. It's a podcast. No video over there for you, buddy. (laughs) Preacher Man Dan. Hey, so we're doing a podcast, as you know, and uh, every week we just phone a random person or a friend of mine, um, and we ask them what their favorite alcohol is they like to drink. And because I know you, I know you like to smoke cigars, so if you could do both. Favorite alcohol, favorite cigar, vice versa.
0: Well, gosh, uh, my favorite alcohol is whatever somebody else is offering me. Uh, but... <laughs> Free alcohol if if I've, I've alcohol. got any... If I've got any kind of choice at all, uh, it uh, I do prefer bourbons. Okay. And I, I generally, if I can find it, unfortunately, it's not distributed in New Hampshire, but I... Uh, really enjoy uh, journeyman distillery uh, silver cross very very smooth bourbon Uh, almost a little bit of a fruity taste to it Uh, very very easy sipping Uh, made in indiana northern indiana
3: Whiskey <coughs> in bur- whiskey in Indiana. Burt, wait! You said wait, you you said not, bourbon. It can't be bourbon. It's it can't it's, be bourbon. It's whiskey. But he likes bourbon uh, whiskey. It's kind of the same thing. So it's okay. a whiskey made in Indiana. Do, are they known for making whiskey?
0: Like Indiana, they are. Uh, well, there's a there's an awful lot of uh, bootleg subculture in Indiana. Oh. But uh, oh, because okay. they were traveling uh, through like
3: Canada or right.
0: Oh, I don't know. Yes. Uh, well, and uh, you're only where that stuff's made is only about an hour away from Chicago. Of course, uh, everybody knows about Chicago mob bootleg history. Gotcha. Yes, absolutely.
2: Okay, so that
3: makes so. sense. Maybe we'll have to have Dan on to give us some more history on.
2: Yeah, right. Dan seems very knowledgeable here.
3: Yeah. Preacher Man Dan, he's going to be Preacher Man the Dan,
2: what, what are your positive thoughts about <laughs> <laughs> Old Forrester?
0: Have you, ever, have you had Old Forester, Dan? I have had Old Forester. In fact, I just had some around Thanksgiving time. Nice. Uh, very, it's very nice. Uh, Still, I don't think it has quite the s- the smooth edge that I do like from the the journeyman.
2: Ooh, so here's here's my suggestion to you, Dan, and uh, this is Warren. I don't know. I don't know. I think we've met before, Possibly. but possibly
3: no at the at the cider fest yes at the cider yeah. fest preacher man dan comes to yes yeah, yeah. absolutely he's the one standing there. on the big thing preaching
2: <laughs> at cider fest there you go so what i will say is we just tried we just tried the regular old forester which is a 87 proof 80, 86 86 proof um which is which is good absolutely but then we tried the 115 proof,
3: which is the 1920, the Old 1920, 1920
2: Old Forester, And I will tell you that that is so smooth and creamy. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's got bite to it because it's 115 proof, but it's got that smoothness and creaminess. So I would suggest you give that a shot because it was delicious.
0: Well, certainly, I'll take that under recommendation.
2: Now, I can also tell you about the 150-year anniversary, which
0: you can't find bottle anywhere.
2: That we had, that they only made 50 barrels of, and it doesn't exist basically except in Don's hand right now. <laughs> and uh, yep. that was amazing 120, balls.
3: 125 proof, Dan. Well, yeah, super high, super high proof, very smooth,
2: very. Yeah. So it kicks you in the balls, but then it like rides it out, kind of fades out quickly. And then you get all the like the the scents and tastes and, and all of that afterwards. It it was delicious. It was
3: very good, but you can't buy it.
2: Anymore. You can't buy it.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, so. this was like, this is very special to have it tonight.
2: Absolutely.
0: So uh, let me ask you this. Is it a particularly high corn flavor or? oh no it's the same mash mesh the, all the i think it's ones. the
2: same well how did they get the proof so high they just don't cut it they don't cut they it they just yet. don't cut it they yeah they just
3: don't cut it it comes right out of the barrel they only and, pick specific barrels that come because each barrel has it will have a different proof they yeah. might pick a barrel that has 118 proof they might pick one that was 125 and old forester
2: has uh, a high corn content anyway is that what Don said? Yes, yeah.
3: typically. I, was, I was off. The, it I was off headphones when he was telling you guys that. Uh, okay,
2: yeah, no, it, it, it typically does have a high corn content. so...
3: Nice. Well, Dan, <sighs> what's your favorite that, cigar? That's
0: typical of bourbons.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Uh, that was terrible. Uh, my my favorite cigar, uh, hands down, uh, Arturo Fuente Opus X.
1: Really? Even I'll though have it's to go just a, that.
3: even even though it's just like a, a name. <laughs> Is there is there Just an Opus
4: a, X in, in particular that you like more than, than others? There is different Opus uh, X, you're right, Paul.
0: There are different Opus X and uh I had one, I don't know if the model's still available or not. Uh see a Don Legend.
3: You. Opus X Legend. Opus X Legend. Legend. <clears throat> Let me get out my my I had, I had that some years ago, but it, it was
0: it was memorable.
3: Okay. If you had to pick a second one, what would it be? What would be like your normal go-to cigar? Yeah, an like average guy cigar. Like if you were to walk into a cigar <laughs> lounge, not necessarily mine, but any cigar lounge, what are you going to look for?
0: Uh, I look for Maduros. Maduro. I, I okay. enjoy the, the rich flavor of a Maduro, uh, depending on what availability is. Uh, I think CAO makes excellent Maduros. A lot of people um, seem to like Maduro's.
2: <laughs> that seems to be like the go-to for a lot of people.
0: I, I think it's the, they're generally easy smoking, but but yeah. very rich and very full flavored. Um, I don't care much for the harshness that you get from like Sumatran wrappers and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't need the, uh, the bitterness and harshness to it, but I like it rich in uh, very, a smokier smoke, uh, gotcha. if you can say such a thing.
3: And if you had a cigar that was just, hey, I'm going out in the woods, I'm going to go mow the lawn. Is there a brand of cigar? <laughs> you wait, want c- wait, wait,
2: Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Rewind. What
3: did you just say? If he's going to go out in the woods or mow the lawn. Oh,
2: or I missed the or. I'm like, why are you going out in the woods to mow the lawn? Maybe what? I, I think Sorry. I had
3: too much <laughs> Old Forester. I think I definitely had
0: too much Old Forester. But is there a brand? This, that... this afternoon, I just no. took a walk and I just had uh, uh La Vie from
1: uh, that, Paul? You Cigars
0: International. Have you heard of that, Paul? C'est I have not. No, I haven't. Is it like cheap? B- cheap? They're stick? a budget, a very j- budget cigar. Uh, what did, what did you on pay it, for that? Uh, uh, about a buck and a half a stick. They're oh wow! Super cheap that, from, that cigars like from Cigars <laughs> International. Um, and and a Buck and a half. Uh, buck and a half? They're, like, they're Josh is pebbles. like, why don't
2: I have these? <laughs>
0: Hold on, one fifty. It's a it's a no name brand. Price. Uh, but uh, You you know, when you're taking a walk You can uh, smoke what you want And you can drop the rest down a storm drain And it doesn't even matter
2: There you go yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, a fucking yeah.
0: half uh, when <laughs> you, you get deep, like three puffs out of it, it You've made your overboard.
2: money I'm sorry, what did you say?
0: Uh, when you're deep sea fishing and it falls overboard hey. You don't feel bad Exactly yeah. <laughs>
2: No, that's awesome. Where'd my phone go? I fucking...
0: Where Whereas if you're smoking a 20 25 cigar, yeah, you do feel
4: bad. Yeah, you can't drop <laughs> yeah, that. You, opus x. No,
2: you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, but those, those opus
4: x cigars are really expensive, are they, they, are they not? Are really yeah, expensive, absolutely. 25
2: yeah. 30
3: bucks,
4: 40 bucks. I've yeah, only yeah, seen them for like 35 bucks or more. Really, I mean, I recently bought a, an opus x just to see what it. What it tasted like. Had and you I not paid, like, I you paid. Had... No, I'd never had an Opus X before. Really? But I paid $50 for a stick. Holy crap. Wow. I, I mean, and very my, rare, hard to find. My personal opinion was it wasn't worth $50, but maybe I, I picked them wrong. I they are
0: overpriced. You're, you're paying a lot for a brand, for a name. Right. Uh, But what I find with Fuente, and this goes across the board, uh, for a cheap Fuente, I love their uh, Hemingway Classic series. Yep. Uh, but, uh, what you, what you you get with a Fuente is consistency. Right. Uh, you get one Hemingway classic. It's the same as all other Hemingway classics. Uh, you, you, you know that when you take that out of the box, it's going to be a good smoke all the way.
4: Yep. Yeah. Fuente has good Uh,
0: stuff. Often nothing too impressive, but, uh, as far as, uh, flavor, but consistent and easy smoke. There's nothing that irritates me more than having to fight with a cigar.
3: Yeah. It's a pain in the neck.
2: Especially if you have something and it it tastes different, like between different cigars. Yeah. yeah. Each cigar. Exactly. If you get a box and
0: and you have one, that's one that's bitter and one that's not.
2: Yeah. Sucks. And then especially if someone like me, so I don't smoke cigars, but I do every once in a while, I've smoked probably a couple dozen cigars and, but I don't do it regularly. But if someone gives me a cigar, if it's like, like you said, if it's a bitter one and I'm not used to that, then it's like, well, what the hell? And they're like, no, this is a good one. And then they smoke it and they're like, oh, yeah, shit, this is bad. <laughs> it's like, well, what the yeah. fuck? It uh, seems to be my exactly. luck.
3: All right, Dan. All right, well, Dan. I appreciate you taking my phone call. Um, Absolutely. Thanks for being on the podcast. I hope you can Yeah, I hope you can get back here and uh, actually sit down with us and have a have a cigar and a know a drink and
2: absolutely you're you yeah. seem very knowledgeable you would be perfect for this podcast
3: all right well very good we'll get you on soon well thanks
2: much 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 better than gil
3: <laughs> oh geez <laughs> all right dan i'm just good kidding
2: night. i'm just kidding we'll see all, all right.
3: right well have, have a good evening thank you
2: thanks dan take care all right now we got to do the mystery Oh, there's some distractions going on,
1: <laughs>
2: but we got to do the mystery.
3: Yeah. All right. Mystery alcohol night.
2: Next call.
3: Next call <laughs> is to Michaela. Yes. If she's not cashing someone else.
2: No, she is sitting there she's waiting, giving she's me an evil stare. <laughs> I, f- I feel like, I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with the, the show Wednesday on Netflix, but that is definitely the look I'm that a- I'm getting. A-
1: I'm so a you're, you're live on Hello.
2: the podcast
3: right now, so don't say anything stupid. <laughs> Good not, intro. It's my disclaimer every single time someone takes up. Yeah, uh, it is mystery alcohol time. We I think like she knows because she's literally alcohol.
2: like 12 feet away from you, looking at you, knowing that we're on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Well,
3: we would like our mystery alcohol, please.
4: <laughs> and and one more okay. one more evil look, please. Yes. <laughs> Thank and you. could you there actually, wait, there
2: it is. There it is. I feel like, I feel like you're Wednesday Adams. Um, <laughs> Can she just walk over me, please? Wait, no, I have another request. Oh, another request. Another request. Oh, okay. Could you give us a mystery non-alcoholic beverage? For Paul, our non drinker. It could be Anything. Anything. Sorry?
3: Whatever. So two
4: alcohol. No, beer.
2: No, no, alcohol. no, no, non-alcoholic. <laughs>
4: Don't
2: do <that> to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not no alcohol. <laughs> so Not like, like light alcohol. Beer. Like a soda. Like a soda yeah. water juice. San Pellegrino. Uh, Ooh, juice would be Vinegar. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. All right, thank you. Oh, uh, thank you, Michaela. Oh, she hung up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what he's giving me the uh, you can see it you can i'm sh- let's oh shit i gotta get Corker on this i'm gonna get better uh where is Listen he in. there he- disclaimer oh nope <laughs> why, did, no, I just- hit the- why is it okay i hit the wrong button okay there it is josh but see this is a bad mic position or a bad camera position there you go
3: yeah like we need to if you move the, if you move that camera over like six inches to the my right It'll be a lot better view. Oh, we well, can do face, that like right now. Face. Let's do a, a mic shift. No, like, no, it'd have to be the whole thing. No, like, seriously, like, there you go. A little bit further. Right there. I like it. That's a little, yeah, that's a little better.
2: Literally looks exactly the same. No way. <laughs> exactly no way. the same. No
3: way it looks the same. All right, I can't see it. Okay, what do we think the mystery we alcohol is? I can't doing? see it, but
4: it doesn't look
1: <laughs> disclaimer. We no. are all over the age of 21. And- uh,
2: okay, what do you think that's the mystery weird. alcohol is gonna be? Uh, that's a good so question. Like
1: first
3: week, we had rum, we had the coconut rum,
2: we had rum. Yes,
3: second week, we had last week. Last we week, had, what do we have last week?
2: Uh, Toki. It was oh yeah it was that Japanese yeah we had thing. Toki
3: and Josh had cider vinegar yes mm, <laughs> which was hilarious it was hilarious absolutely hilarious and then uh, this week
2: Then this week um, I I have no idea I'm gonna guess it's a Scotch but really I don't know I'm maybe I'm just projecting my hope because <laughs> I would really like to have a Scotch right now but. You gotta Um, give
4: me a sniff before you. Oh
2: yeah, definitely definitely give you the sniff.
4: A shot of guessing.
2: I think Michaela got distracted because
3: I know, I'm getting tired over here. She's
2: not coming over. Um I mean there's there's not that many people at the bar. Oh, oh, she's doing oh, she's doing the the mystery non alcohol. I wonder if she's making
4: a mystery mystery mixed drink. Yeah, with no alcohol.
3: Mixed.
2: Maybe like a Shirley Temple?
3: Mocktail. A actually, mocktail? New Hampshire, New Hampshire has a mocktail month. It's in January.
2: Okay, put, next month.
3: Put on by Brown Foreman, the gentleman we just had here. Shut the. Yeah. So they actually have a competition nice. for uh, bar owners or, or liquor license owners to put to make a mocktail. Ooh. And then if you win, you get some sort of prize.
2: What What do you know? What the restrictions are or is it just the best tasting who votes I,
3: I think it's just like a voting thing so yeah i put in a strawberry jalapeno margarita okay. with no with no is it kill. like us
2: regular people that can vote is it like so. an online thing or they have so. like judges i think it's
3: judges okay thank right. you there we go all right so so
2: here we have eat. the mystery alcohol which we are going give, to give sniff the other one this time
3: yes yeah, thank oh, you yeah i like joel Joel helped me move my uh, new humidor in yesterday, so.
2: All right, so that is 1,000% a whiskey. I can tell from the smell.
3: I think think so,
2: too. 1,000% for me. But, you know. Rubbing
3: rubbing alcohol.
2: (laughs) Oh, there it is. Okay. All
3: right, you trying it, Warren? What do you think, Warren? Whoa. Ooh. Ooh. Paul has something weird. I, I oh. do have something
2: weird. Y- yeah. Hold like on. It. Let me switch over to the Paul Cam here.
3: Paul Cam. Who? That's Paul Cam. That is fizzy. That is Paul's mocktail. Just...
1: Disclaimer. We are all over the age of...
2: T- yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just don't, just really don't mess with that
3: anymore. So you tried yeah. it, Warren. Any thoughts yet?
2: Um. It is strong. It is strong. I feel proofness out of this. Wow. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Michaela's trying to kill us over here. <laughs> That's very good. Um, very
1: good. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> Can't stop coughing.
2: Um, I have no idea what this is. I'm gonna guess something not aged very long. I'm gonna guess something. I don't know. I, I feel like she likes to do things different. So now, so here's the thing. Now I'm going kind of off of her personality versus what I'm actually tasting because my taste palette is I'll just say I like ramen noodles. Like, that's my taste palette. I have no problem with that.
3: I'm going with a, I think I know.
2: Oh. I know what it is. Well, hold on, let me go first cuz I have no clue right. and I don't want to be influenced by your choice. So, I'm going to have another taste. I'm going to say this is I don't, I don't know. Hold on. It is I'm going to go for you have So a zero I don't know. Idea. I cuz I don't know what you have here is my problem. But I'm oh, going to say this is
3: I have a better chance of getting this. You you're do.
2: Right. I'm I'm going to say this is I'm I'm just going to say it's a high proof whiskey and I'm going to go with that. If I had to throw a name out there, I'd say Woodford, but I'm not going to do that. So you go ahead. Woodford Rye maybe? But go ahead.
3: Ooh, Ooh now you have me thinking. Ooh. Damn it.
2: Ooh, that's what I like to do here. Now, now you're influencing. Get the it's get his the thoughts rolling, right? I mean <laughs>
3: I'm going uh no. Glendronach.
2: Glendronach. I'm Going with the Scotch. Okay. Oh. I don't
3: think it's that. I am not going to tell you what I think it is cuz
2: What what did you say? What you went think it is? for double
3: oaked is? or Glendronach?
2: Okay. Okay. Well, uh can we get her on the uh wow, a
3: big group of people just came in. There.
2: there is. Yeah. You <laughs> can, can see that.
3: Get her on before these people
2: get yep. her. Get her, get her. Quick, um, quick, quick. I'm
3: trying. I'm not very good at this whole thing.
2: <laughs> a lot of
4: people here.
3: <laughs> yeah, we're giving her a call. Hola. Hey, Michaela, so we just tried this, but we have no
4: idea. Disclaimer. We are all over... No idea?
3: No. Not
2: a clue. Well, we, I mean, not we guess. Clue.
3: I think it's, I think it's Glendronach or Woodford Double
2: Oaked. I think it's a Woodford, like, rye. No, yeah, uh, what is it? So, hold on, hold on. Is it a higher proof than regular whiskeys? So, is it like above a 90 proof, 90 or above? He's grabbing some. No, no, wow. well, then, fuck is it young? Is it cheap? This is
1: cheap. I don't know.
2: No, I, I am just,
1: customers.
2: I am so off. Okay, what is it? You can you can tell us what is it what? oh she just she just put the phone down and just is, is helping now. customers now okay so Paul what do you think your mystery drink is
4: I mean I got orange juice okay um, there's a, can I give it a sniff like, do you mind go, go ahead great grapefruit juice It's right. not soda can I can I give it a taste do you
2: mind McCall, What work? is what is our alcohol?
3: She can't, I don't think she can hear us.
2: No, she put her phone down. Yeah, um, oh, interesting. So, I de- yeah, I definitely the orange juice is very strong in that. I don't really taste much other than the orange did, juice. Did you get though. grapefruit juice at all?
1: I feel like it's
4: got a little bite to it.
2: Maybe I don't taste the bite. I, I can see where he's saying grapefruit juice though. I can, I can see that. Yeah,
4: so I just, uh, but I, I don't know, I, I don't know what right? makes this like foamy. I don't know if there's like seltzer or something in it. I'll, or? I'll go up. Yeah. I'll go up and find out. I'll okay, Josh is going to figure it that. out. I'll get both of them,
3: yeah.
2: and then I'll come back.
4: Yeah, I don't know what this is.
2: No, I mean, that. I'm curious if it's an actual drink. Like, I'm wondering if she made a drink with just that.
4: left the alcohol out. And
2: left the alcohol out. Yeah. Which could, it, could be, or if she just, like, put a bunch of shit together. Because Juices together. <laughs> that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but...
4: I feel um, like with alcohol, this could taste good, but yeah. since I don't drink alcohol, I mean, this is just what I got a bunch <laughs> of mixed juices. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I hear you. Not Absolutely. not, not a good drink for a cigar, you know?
2: No, not at all. Way too you know, fruity. I mean, obviously, it's juices, so yeah, it's going to ju- be fruity. Juices and cigars don't really but go very well together. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to drink the whole thing. No, just, just <laughs> a taste. Oh, well, no. It's Jack Daniels. Oh, it's JD. <sighs>
4: I I actually had a a thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That camera's on. Closer. There it is. What kind of Jack Daniels is that?
2: Here, can I I see the bottle? Oh. All right. So we have the Jack Daniels single barrel barrel select Tennessee whiskey.
3: That is freaking Jack
2: Daniels. 47%, which... I don't know if we can do math here. But it's ninety-four. Did I I definitely asked if it was above ninety. Yes,
3: so it's
4: ninety (laughs) four. But it's okay. A lot of a lot of flavor.
2: Lynchburg, Tennessee.
4: Did Michaela tell you what that was? What is Uh, it I
1: did? So that's a lot.
4: So what what are the flavors you think you taste? (laughs) Orange juice.
2: Thousand percent orange juice. Grapefruit juice. You get grapefruit juice. Yeah, okay. That's pretty much all. Wait, I got. you're you're saying so there's no orange juice? There is in there. orange juice. Okay. okay, there's a low grapefruit juice. No, so there's, here's my question: Is it a drink, or did she just mix a bunch of just shit? Just mixed a bunch of shit. Okay, okay,
4: okay. So good. Coconut milk. Ooh. Uh, oh, that's what the foaminess so is. That's seltzer water. The foaminess. I, I okay. Had, I, I knew orange seltzer. juice and grapefruit juice. All right. So so you had two out of four. Was that's quick, close. that's no, pretty no, good. I got, I got three. I knew there was a little fizziness. Yeah. I knew there was seltzer in it. All right. So you passed. Yeah. That's a seventy. I got better than we did. That's a C. Well, That's Juices are a lot easier. Although I did say I, it was a whiskey. I can't tell you what brand of juice it is, and that's what you guys are doing. Yeah. Brand? brand. <laughs> yeah, you, guys, you, guys are, you guys are doing juice. Brand <laughs> do you
3: just go around
4: tasting grapefruit juices? <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, but there, there uh, are. Oh, this is
2: definitely Ocean Spray.
4: There are tons absolutely of. Absolutely, Ocean Spray. There are tons of whiskeys, right? <laughs> yeah, so you're yeah. not just like, oh, it's whiskey. You guys got whiskey. No, All I, I do got guess whiskey.
2: Juice. <laughs> he went scotch. I did go scotch. because I went whiskey. I am an idiot. So, basically, I'm the expert on the show when right. it comes to so, alcohol. Why you run the, the show, man?
3: Because I f- yeah. friggin' <laughs> <solved>. <laughs> right.
2: Okay, Let's so we're at, a, at an hour and a half in.
4: We're at a giveaway, though. Let's, oh, we need a to giveaway. Away. Okay, Paul, giveaway how are we again. giving this shit away? Am I just throwing this stuff or what? No, we're <laughs> not, not going to throw <laughs> it.
2: We, we don't want to cause a riot. Um, what do you think we should do? Oh, I have a great idea. What's your idea? Okay, here's my idea. It might take a little while but
4: tell Michaela to pull w- up a random tab or something we no no that no the first oh, okay we
2: did that first week so here's what i think we do we have her pick a random alcohol pour just a little 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 tiny bit for everybody and any whoever gets it <laughs> wins that's too long, though. We should have prepped
1: that.
3: It seems like a terrible idea for right now, and, and, <laughs> it and expensive sounds. for Josh. It sounds like a lot of... <laughs> Let me just get my wallet
5: out yeah. and start pulling out hundreds. Okay.
3: There yeah, okay. we go. Well,
1: yeah. you're talking
2: about giving away shit, so uh, how about we quiz somebody? Uh, we asked a question that we talked about, something that we talked about on the podcast on the history of Forrester, and whoever can answer that question gets to pick an item.
3: Like what proof
2: 1920
3: is Sure Right I'm game Okay I think that's a good idea
2: No um, What could be coming up with Shit Do
3: you wanna Do you wanna go out And ask someone Ask some people
2: Yeah We can do that Um Oh we we, How about we It's tough
3: So we're giving away uh, An ashtray
2: Okay A nice ashtray We have an ashtray We're just Ashtray But the backpack too right Or no just the ashtray. We're giving away an ashtray. I don't even know about a backpack. I don't yeah, know.
3: Just the ashtray. Just
2: the ashtray. Okay, we are giving away an ashtray. So if anyone can hear us, um, the first person that can come over here, or online, or in the chat, and tell us what are we asking again? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh,
3: crap. I don't even know the answer. Like the exact. What? I want the exact answer of the the proof of Old Forester
2: 1920 Old Forester Don't we, we don't have it is. literally right here
3: Oh well just fucking look at the bottle then Oh I just swore
2: Yeah I have been swearing the whole episode You've been terrible Oh so so I have the proof here So the first person to come up and tell us the proof of this 1920 Old Forester will get a ashtray, ashtray. ashtray. just just What's that? We have a winner. That was quick. That was quick. That was quick. All right. Where's the ashtray at? The ashtray's. Who won it?
3: Oh, the ashtray's right next to Joel.
2: Oh, well, Joel. There, oh, is it in that Nicarustica yeah. Joel, you get bag?
3: That, you get that bag and the two right cigars there. on top of it. The cigars are our acid 20th anniversary. Yeah. That's all
1: yours.
2: Yeah.
3: That's all yours, man.
2: Hey, can, can we ask him to bring it over and, and show it yeah, to uh, the, the folks at home? Do
3: you, want to, do you want take it out and show it to the camera?
2: Yeah, you can just cool. show it to the main camera, because every time I switch the camera, for whatever reason, it's, it keeps flipping over to the Very disclaimer.
3: Yeah, so I think this was a really good show.
2: I think it was. It was a li- it went a little long, but, but you we, know.
3: We had Dawn on, so I kind of wanted to go a little bit longer. Absolutely. Yeah, We, we have special guests. Yeah. yeah.
2: It makes a difference. All right. Ooh look, ooh, look at this. At okay, so Joel is going like to come over color. here and show. Ooh, look at that. What is that? He's a, it looks hand, like a,
3: he's a hand model, isn't
4: he? Right? Can we, can we see the sides of it, too? Great hand. Oh, look at that. That's, that's, down.
2: that's yeah. shiny.
4: <laughs> can you put that closer? That is a to nice camera? ashtray. Can you clean your fingernails? <laughs> <laughs> Joel works for me. His fingernails are dirty for a reason. He's there a working go. man.
2: All right. <clears throat> Thank, Thank you, you Joel. Joel. We appreciate it. <laughs> He can't hear us. No, well, he can't hear but, us. But, you know, All right. he gets Whoa. the waving. Okay, Great so I think show. that's it. Yeah, I, I think it was a good it. show. Good show, Warren. Good job tonight. Absolutely. Well, we did much better. That We're getting hard. there.
3: How did you just do that by accident?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I How totally, I don't know How if anyone saw that,
2: there? but I literally just knocked my drink over <laughs> and somehow the applause, the, uh, applause went. That was so awesome.
1: I <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> think this button. Fun. I think
2: Stop. the board might have a problem. Uh-oh. Just well, you spill your drink. Anyway, on, thank you all for, thanks for
3: coming. checking in on us tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you guys uh, for having me on. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, yeah, thanks for being here. yeah, it's been a good night. We're at the Diplomat Cigar Lounge, 21 Davis Street in Keene, New Hampshire. Uh, come down and check us out every Wednesday night. We're gonna be doing a live podcast here. Stogies and Spirits. We talk about Stogies, we talk about Spirits, we're the Basic Person's Guide.